Hi, and welcome to In Touch with Tennessee, a podcast of the University of Tennessee Institute for Public Service. The Tennessee Renewable Energy and Economic Development Council is a statewide network of 101 city and county mayors and businesses working together to create a path to fast-track renewables in Tennessee. Today's guests are Warren Nevod, a Municipal Management Consultant with the Municipal Technical Advisory Service, or MTAS, who co-founded the council in 2008 and serves as its director, and Dwayne Land, President of the council and Mayor of Dunlap, Tennessee. Thanks, thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us, Susan. Thank so you, Warren, Susan. Warren, tell us a little bit about the history of the council. What led to the formation? Well, Susan, if you recall, back in 2005, we had that terrible hurricane Katrina came into the United States. And as a result, energy prices, mainly gasoline and electricity, shot up. Mm -hmm. And so after the, the prices uh, became extremely high, many states like Tennessee partnered with their state universities to startup programs for biofuels, solar, and the federal government had the energy efficiency block grants for uh, clean energy projects. So that was kind of a perfect storm for uh, us to get started in promoting renewable energy. Uh, the Tennessee particularly had a $60 million solar project where UT and the state provided funding and developed a five megawatt project in West Tennessee is also an exhibit center. Then we had the $40 million biofuels project where the state was looking at developing feedstocks such as switchgrass and garbage to make uh, cellulosic next generation ethanol. And then, as I mentioned, we had the uh, energy efficiency community development block grants that the government started. So as a result, and I had the good fortune of working next to former UT president, Dr. Joe Johnson at the conference center, mm -hmm. and he knew one of my mayors, so we would go on some rides and he kind of encouraged me to get something started because he saw it as an excellent opportunity for the university to promote economic development for the communities because he realized and he made me realize that without the support of the rural communities, that it would be difficult to develop the feedstocks and to bring buy-in to the program. So we started with four mayors. They're about, uh, they're in my consulting territory and they're about 60, 70 miles apart. One of the cities had a port they were looking at reopening. A couple other cities had ample land to develop the switchgrass. And then the other city, Crossville, was promoting sustainability fairs and getting the word out for clean energy. So today we've evolved into 108 city and county mayors. Mm. Um, we Since the beginnings, we try to connect the dots and had forums across the state. And today uh, our first chairman was Dr. Joe Johnson. And today our chairman is uh, Dr. Keith Carver with UT Institute for Ag. So that's kind of how we got started. We were a grassroots 501c3 organization that worked together and networked to bring in clean energy to Tennessee. Okay, so I know the mission of the council is to promote and connect renewable energy 
with economic development and energy efficiency for all Tennessee communities. Um, explain how the network partners work together to fulfill that mission. Well, we're kind of, we have our boots on the ground. We like to rub elbows together. We're not an organization that just sends emails out to stir folks up. We're not like that. We're not, we're apolitical. Mm -hmm. We're technology neutral. Uh, there was a good story published about 3DC several years ago about how we've taken the politics out of renewable energy. You can Google 3DC and Governing Magazine and you can pull up the article. So like I said, we we uh, work together, we communicate together, we look at what's best for the city or county, what type of technology, and then we will, we vet out some of the business members. We're very selective on what business members can be part of 3DC because our reputation is the most important thing we have as consultants. So uh, that's how we kind of get things going, just by word of mouth and networking and uh, keeping folks up to date on what's going on in renewable energy. Okay. So there have been... Um that I'm aware of, a number of success stories um, in the council's history. Can you talk about a few of them? Sure. Uh, I guess, you know, we were incorporated in 08. So a couple of years later, we partnered with TVA on the Green Power Switch Program. And this was a program where we had forums at the large cities across the state, like Knoxville, Memphis, and Nashville. And our objective was to have folks subscribe to buying renewable energy blocks from TVA. These were folks that maybe couldn't put a solar roof on their home because of zoning or, or other resources. So they were given an opportunity to subscribe to renewable energy blocks. So we were very proud of that program. We subscribed, I think, a couple hundred folks. And then other accomplishments you know, I talked about working with these large cities, but we've mm -hmm. also have worked with these small rural cities over the years, like little city of Sunbright in Morgan County, 400 folks. We helped them install a solar array at City Hall under the Energy Efficiency Block Grant. And then city of Graysville, a town of probably 900 folks. We had sustainability fairs for fifth graders. And mm -hmm. then most recently in 20. 22, we started a community resiliency program with Woodland Mills, which has about 500 folks in West Tennessee. And this was a program where we converted their civic center into emergency shelter using a Bronco power generator, which operates off a battery. So it doesn't emit emissions, makes noise, and it's safe to use. And then also with Woodland Mills, we're working on preparing a climate action plan. And and so we think this could be a model. Whenever we work on a project, we're always thinking, how can we replicate this project across the state? The, the last part of the accomplishments is the International Exchange Program, which was started in 2012. And, and this was a project where we looked at five countries, looked at their energy profile, how much they spend and what are the shortcomings and, and so forth. And we selected the Philippines. So in 2013, we had a sister uh, exchange program where we partnered our city and county members in Tennessee with cities 
in provinces in the Philippines, and we partnered some of our universities that are in our network, like Tennessee Tech with Pasig City University and so forth. So this led to providing uh, scholarship to needy students in the Philippines. The council was able to uh, develop a solar project for Puerto Princesa, which is a resort town in Philippines, very popular. And we were in President Land is a great speaker, and he has spoken to thousands of students across the country. So we're really proud of that. It's, and again, it's a project where we could replicate elsewhere, and we could also help the Philippines set up a similar treaty seed network. And then lastly, we, we've been working on uh, working with the state to help them with uh, flood mitigation, to, to look at coming up with a plan, maybe a state revolving fund and a resiliency office there. So that's that's about in a nutshell our accomplishments in the last 15 years. Wow. Well, that's pretty impressive. Thank you. Mayor Land, how did you get involved with the council? Well, I became mayor in uh, May of 2009. And you know how the economy was back then, mm-hmm. which that low recession. But uh, Warren had made, he, he stopped by, he made one of his calling visits, I call it, uh, and uh, introduced himself and he started talking about 3DC and what all they were doing. And I said, okay, I'm new at this. Just, uh, you know, let, let me get my feet wet and come back and see me and whatever. And in a few months, he's calling me saying he wants me to go to uh, Washington, D.C. with uh, three or four other mayors and talk to the uh, con- congressional men up there, you know, and ladies and and I said, well, okay. And I guess they found out I knew Senator Corker pretty well and Senator Lamar Alexander and a couple of the congressmen, you know, Chuck Fleshman and Desjolais. And anyway, and I said, okay, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> I seen why they wanted me to go. You know, let's go. Hey, what you did on that, you know, and then, but it, it got her foot in the door. And I appreciate those guys uh, letting us in, you know, and, uh, we got to talk to them and tell them what we were doing and uh, got their interest. And I guess it just uh, at that moment, it seemed to me, well, this must be pretty important. So I dug deeper and uh, became a member. And then in 2015, I believe they wanted me to be the president. I don't know why, but anyway, I, I accepted and gladly did. But uh, and I appreciate the opportunity, you know, and it's a great bunch of guys that i'm on the board with and uh they just they do all the work it seems like but uh i appreciate them and uh president uh past president joe johnson just uh gosh such a great guy and he believed in it so much and still does to this day he's still a member and um president keith carver at the time of ut martin and now he's there at ut ag you know got a promotion to that and it's just i don't know it's it, it's just a great thing for the whole world and uh it's uh common sense i don't know i, I anytime you can save money on energy i i think and uh it clean it, it makes it even better mm-hmm. so how has being a member of the council benefited the city of dunlap have you well i've uh, been retired since uh 2021 
But uh, what we did, again, uh, I go back to the economy, but you know how it was. And we needed four new roofs, uh, one on City Hall, one on the City Annex building, one on the police department, and one on the fire department. It's just like, you know, I guess they were all put on at the same time and they were wore out, they were leaking, and I couldn't stand that. So uh, I was looking at ways to save money and be able to do it without it costing a tax increase. Mm -hmm. So with the help from, uh, you know, uh, MTAS and everybody else, it just uh, it happened. And what we did, we incorporated the solar project that we put into Dunlap. We put solar at City Hall, at the annex, at the police department, at the water department, at the sewer department, at the maintenance facility. Uh, is We solarized it all and changed out LED lighting. We put in uh, uh, water meters, the uh, the radio red, so and they're a lot more accurate than the old manual ma uh, meters. Oh wow! And by doing that, we incorporated uh, the roofs into that project, and that way we didn't have to raise taxes or anything. And the project was going to pay for itself in like twelve years, seems like without the roofs. But we incorporated the roofs and it ran it up to like 17 years. But we put 30-year roofs and the solar was guaranteed for 20 years. So it seemed like the right thing to do. And uh, we we did it and glad we did. And uh, it's it was just a great thing. Well, great. So this is, um, both of you could answer this question. What would you say to other organizations about becoming a member of Treaty C? Well, Warren, you want me to go first or you want to? I mean, okay. Um, well, number one, the leadership that we have, it starts from up top again. Like I said, we've got Keith Carver. He's our chairman. And then the board members are just unbelievable. And uh, the head of MTAS, Margaret Norris, she keeps us updated regularly on projects and uh, renewable energy and all that. And Warren, or he, he knows everybody in the whole state. <laughs> he does. He knows everybody. Trust me. And if we can't go anywhere that they don't know Warren. So what happens is it just, it, it gives us an edge. I like to call it of being able to join people together. Like if, if you owned a company and let's say that you done roofs. Okay. And, and you're a member, then, we can attest to the job that you did because of what you did for the city of Dunlap. And even though it's treaty seeds involved and, and we see that so we can help weed out the possibility of not so good companies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's like, it, it just, it's like we can put, put companies with cities because again, Warren knows every mayor across the state and, and we can put those, people together and then they can it, it it cuts out a few steps for them right and it really works out right right and to add that you know more and more people are sending more and more emails you know hey mm -hmm. here's the email i'm interested in this that and people don't respond and it all goes back to developing relationships Dr. Johnson always told me that there's really five steps involved when you're working with a nonprofit. 
and that's to invite somebody to an event, involve them, maybe have them speak or something like that, inform them of your mission, then cultivate the relationship, and then then you ask for assistance. It's very methodical. And in our business, as you well know, Susan, we right. work with local governments, and uh, names and faces are always changing. So we're trying to get the word out there and to advance renewable energy. Right. So again, this question is for both of you. Where do you see the council five or 10 years down the road? Well, I'll go first again, Warren, if that's okay. Yes, of course. As, as, as Warren knows, I'm no spring chicken. Now, Warren, he's still spring chicken. You know, he's working and I'm retired except for helping with 3DC and uh, doing a few little projects of my own. But, uh, you know, we have youthful, younger members and board members, and we just hope and know that they will continue to grow 3DC because these younger people, they they got a lot of knowledge and a lot of newness in their brains that they can bring to the table. So we just, uh, we'll stay on like Dr. Joe, a prime example. I mean, gosh, he's got to be 93 or four now, Warren, I um, think. He turns 90 in July. Okay, okay. I knew it was around that 90 more. Anyway, I'm getting it mixed up with my mother. But um, I tell you, uh, you know, he's still active. He's still, uh, he still supports. He, he financially helps us. I mean, so Warren and I will be there. It's just I don't know how the boots on the ground we'll be able to do in <laughs> or whatever. Me, I'll speak for me. But Warren, he, he he's young. He's young. Hard. He can handle it, and uh, he gets things done. And him uh, leading these younger guys, uh, it's going to be all right. And I'll I'll be there for counsel if they need me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you're up. yeah, and basically looking at specific issues regarding five to ten years from now, you know, we see the a progression of the electric vehicle industry with Ford developing a facility in West Tennessee, and Tree DC has a West Tennessee coordinator, Mayor Julian McTizick out of Bolivar. Mm. He helps us out in West Tennessee. And then the current administration, our government, they've provided quite a bit of funds for clean energy. And so there's opportunities there to kind of, in a way, go back to the future when in 2008, we had those energy efficiency community development block grants. Well, these type of funding programs are coming back full circle. Mm. Well, that's great. So how would someone find out more about 3DC? Well, my phone number is 423-718-3435. And anyone's welcome to call me, text me. My email is mayorland, M-A-Y-O-R-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. And Warren, you go ahead with that. Yeah, my number is 865 809 2512. Uh, we have a website, treedc.us, where we have all our uh, newsletters from the past 11, 12 years, our annual report, uh, information and membership information there. Okay, great. I'd like to say one other thing, if I may, is I'd like to encourage all the businesses to join and uh, all the other mayors and uh, 
county executives and county mayors of the state. And actually, we have several out of state. So if they hear this, we encourage them to learn more about Treaty C and to join us. Yeah. And and we also appreciate the steadfast support of University of Tennessee Institute for Public Service, MTAS with the cities, CTAS with the counties. We've worked with the Center for Industrial Services with manufacturers. So this is really a win-win program for cities, counties, and the university, because it's a good thing, uh, cleaner energy while saving money. Right, right. Very timely. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us uh, today, both of you. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan, for having us. And thank you, listeners. Be sure to follow In Touch with Tennessee on Apple and Google Podcasts or Spotify. Mm -hmm.